Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy Hello there and welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Friday, August 20th. I am Nick Roush, joined this morning on the Big X Sports Radio, 96 and 1 FM, 1450 AM by Douglas, the producer, and our good friend, Trevor Kelsey. Trevor, it's a, it's a joy to have you on the airways with us this morning. Roll Call. Good morning, Nick. Nick. Yeah, how you how you doing? How you feeling? How's oh, man. How's a week of doing afternoon radio talking Louisville Cardinals treating you? I I I've been great. I've been I've been meeting to come on because I don't know if you've heard, but Louisville's winning nine games next year. And really? That's the scuttlebutt I'm hearing. That's the that's the water cooler talk. That's that's the rumor around the around the the, the food courts. Is that oh. say it? I don't know. It is now, but uh, yes, Cardinals are winning nine games apparently. Wow. So that's, that's how the first week of radio has been. Uh, you're already ex- experiencing hallucinations. Yes. Louisville gets nine wins. Kentucky loses six players. It's all gravy today in, in the, in the world of sports. <laughs> I, I can't think of one bad thing to say about anything happening in the world of sports. I, I can't even imagine what it could be. I, I, I can't think of I mean, uh, the sun is shining. The birds are singing. It, it's a good day. It's a Friday. We've got we've got it's CM Punk Day and wrestling. It's we've got a weekend ahead of us. We're we're just one day closer getting to the beginning of football. I, I just can you take a one one thing? I dare you. I, I double dog dare, triple dog dare you to name one thing in the news to bring us down as as, as Big Blue Nation. Do it. I dare you, Nick. I dare you. I dare you. Do, do you, are you really daring me? Yes. Um, I, I I pick truth. <laughs> truth. The it's, truth is, high school football kicks off today. Yeah. yeah. Woo. We got high school football too. Yeah, high school football. Well, not for uh, Wagner, but you know. Right. Right. Oh, did did their game get canceled? I believe so. Yes. Oh no. Well, the uh, the one good thing is that. Uh, here on the Big X, you can hear a future Kentucky Wildcat, Keontae Goodwin, and the Charlestown Pirates are taking on Silver Creek in a big rivalry that the Hoosier Scooter Dingus is going to be on the call for. Man, pirates, they like to rob and pillage, don't they? They really do. They're a big <laughs> fan of robbing, pillaging. Um, but yeah, you can hear that later tonight. I know uh, TJ's Saint X Tigers are traveling down to Owensboro to take oh, on. Oh, wait. Scooter can do a game tonight, but he can't do the show this morning. It, it really is hogwash, hogwash to the highest degree, if you ask me. I, I, I yeah, I, I'm gonna have to, I, I'm a little concerned about that. Trevor, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing pull, that I'm pulling double duty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be on Rutherford this afternoon. Yeah, so I don't know why. I, I guess he's Mr. Vacation now. This whole show is just the year 2021 is a year of vacation. So at least there's some people that are willing in to put in the hard work like Trevor Kelsey. 
yeah, I mean, I haven't had a vacation this this in 2021. <laughs> I mean, I've I've left the house. Does that count? Uh, I've, probably. I've, I mean, I've gone to L.A. the Louisville area. I mean, it's a <laughs> I dude. That is such a. You ever use that, that is, joke? Oh, when you were man, that is such a 1999 joke. Oh, no, no, that show yours. You're a decade old on that one, man. That thing was being used in 88. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I heard that joke. I think I, I want to say I was in like fourth grade. Oh, man. It was it was a good one back then. Doesn't hold yeah. up quite as well as it did. But uh, uh, tonight, yeah, like I said, we've got uh, Frederick Douglass at Bryan Station. That's a big game in Lexington. Central Harden is going to take come up to uh, Louisville to take on my sales Colts. Uh, the game of the week for a lot of people is Central at DuPont Manual. Um, but the big one that KSR will be at is actually in Scott County. They're having a, a bowl game tonight uh, between uh, Scott County and, oh, man, now I can't even figure out who they're playing. And it's uh, Scott County and Franklin County, a state finalist last year. That should be a really good game. Uh, it was great timing on Ryan Lemon's part to talk trash to Scott County right before KSR went up there for game of the week. So, uh just trash to Scott County, like, woo. Scott County. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good time to do it right before you you, you go there. I don't you know. I just I know not, I know I know mail host the game tonight. Who do they got tonight? They got Floyd Central, maybe I think, or something. Uh that's correct. Floyd Central's going to mail the Highlanders. So a little Dugan Ryan action versus Trevor Kelsey action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Carmel, Indiana coming down to play Trinity and a big one in single A out in eastern Kentucky, Paintsville versus Pikeville. That's a big rivalry too. Uh, recent state champion so high school football it's officially back it's uh it's it's not gonna be too hot it's gonna feel good out there so happy to have it back um but you know trevor we've got it we've got to kind of take that hat off and and put our serious face on for a little bit carmel carmel indiana the uh the alma mater of morgan newton oh who could forget not to be confused with carmel chicago that produced Antoine walker and diamond McNabb. Which um, I actually had somebody. Do you remember the quarterback that came in at the same time as Morgan Newton? Oh yeah, Ryan Masakowski. Right. I had. Oh, uh, I'll never, I'll never forget that summer of radio. Oh man, Kentucky fans got two four-star quarterbacks, and you thought you 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 thought Bear Bryant had just joined the coaching staff, and the football program was turned itself around. I actually had uh, a a guy I used to play basketball with, and he was a male guy. Funny enough, who. Uh, he he lives in the area now, and he's neighbors with Mazakowski, and they're like, you know, they're really close friends. And uh, he's up in Carmel, Indiana now. So, ah, small world after all, that, right? That, that guy played well, I think, in like D three football after he left UCLA, and that's mm-hmm. all Kentucky fans out right. here was, uh, oh man, look what he's doing down here. We, we probably picked the wrong guy, obviously. Like, yeah, he's beating up, you know, Trinity. You know, Holy Cross in, in college. That's uh, he, he, he went to like, SEC, but okay. He went to a place like Emory Riddle. It wasn't exactly that, but it was one of those places that's a name of a person, and that's the name of the college. Lindsey uh, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I don't remember exactly, but uh, all reports are that he's doing well. So, uh, good for yeah, him. good for Ryan Mazakowski. Uh, not a great look for the University of Kentucky Ooh. football. Uh, program on Thursday. Um, I, I think somebody who would like to, uh, before we get, let, let's just let's just get into 
exactly what happened when it happened. This this stems the the charges that were levied yesterday, the arrests that were made. Uh, six Kentucky Wildcats were charged, stemming from an incident that happened in March. Did you know uh, about this, by the way, until yesterday? Yes. Okay, uh, and you didn't tell me. No, I, well, purposefully. I'm, but, a little, I'm a little hurt. I'm not going to lie. You, did you think I was going to leak this to the media? In some I don't way? know. You and the sheriff. The sheriff's been hard on the case. He could have interrogated it out of you. I mean, this is this, this is why we get suspicious when we see Ashton with his with his money phone. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, want you to know that. <laughs> so essentially, what happened from this is kind of the story that I've been told and initially heard, you know, a few months ago, was that. Vito Tisdale and a couple other guys show up to a party uh, looking, you know, it, it was over a girl. Uh, they show up to this frat party. It's always a house over party. a girl. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always over a girl. Exactly. Which guys it's, it's never worth it. You know, nope. it's, it's never, it never is. Um, and either she invited him and then there's a new guy there. It, I, I don't know exactly <laughs> what happens. I don't, I don't know what causes it, but, um, you know, let's just say the frat party, those guys didn't welcome them with open arms. Uh, there is since been some scuttlebutt that they were called the N word. Um, and that's what, and that's what, that's what really Mm -hmm. things unraveled from there. Uh, they left, uh, or they were asked to leave. And then they came back with three other guys ready to start stuff. That's when Vito Tisdale allegedly pointed a gun at somebody. And uh, I, I don't know if the cops came and broke it up or exactly what happened from there. But nothing, the fight or whatever you want to call it, it, it didn't result to dudes getting punched, blood everywhere. Like, it wasn't anything like that. So, no arrests were made at the time. Uh, but the the folks in the fraternity uh, seemed to be very upset about it. Um, well, I think if they had a gun pulled on them, I'd be a little upset yeah, as well. Right, right. And and I don't know exactly what, like, that's that's in dispute right now. And essentially, the last five months or so it it's been a matter of okay who's testifying who can prove what happened uh because i i think there was something like only one person was willing to say that he had a gun they had a a student code of conduct hearing which is uh, pretty regular when you get into trouble on campus you've got to have a hearing in front of like this judicial board there to determine your standing with the school and when that happened, nobody wanted to come forward and talk. And I think the same thing happened with Lex PD. So in melon cover up. So so here, it, it, when all this happens, and they're starting investigation, this happens during spring football. If you notice, all the coaches were very tepid whenever asked about Vito Tisdale or anything like that. Because those, I don't think any of those guys were practicing at all. Uh, Stoops issued an official statement yesterday and said that, uh, you know, these guys are, uh, we've been aware of this and they were suspended. Once they were cleared by the university to return to practice, they returned to the team in June. And that's kind of where 
this was. Uh, I don't think a lot of people thought they would get charged, but uh, one person, uh, I, I have a feeling, Trevor, that there was a little bit of pressure and an investigator decided we're going to charge these guys with burglary because uh, I know burglary, you think of a guy with the white striped shirt and he's trying to come into your house and take your jewels from your safe. But burglary is just forced entry into a, a home. A but robbery is actually that. stealing things. But you just described the hand burglar. Ooh, that yes. When a no, it's not a burglary is not when you try to break in and steal somebody's hamburgers, but it's rather forced entry. And that's yeah. where the what the charge is when they came back and forced entry into the house. Yeah, I I, I was surprised what that burglary was the charge opposed to like trespassing or uh I guess I don't know. I think there'd be a, a different way to describe just kind of forcing your way onto someone's property without the intent of stealing something other than his woman yeah <laughs> but you're you're right that it does like the connotation doesn't really match the meaning of the word in that sense but we had the same but didn't well wasn't that's kind of the same thing that kind of went with what was uh what was the uh 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 richard sherman's charges were kind of the same way when his was just because he was I guess just wouldn't get off his own front lawn yelling at his baby mama. And right. They, I think his was like a, a, a burglary. Didn't he get a burglary charge as well? I think he may have. Yeah. I think his charges were kind of weird that way as well. When you were like, when you, when you see the charges on paper and the headline, you're like, what? And then of course you read it and you're like, okay, wait a minute. This doesn't, you know, a doesn't equal, you know, a plus B doesn't equal C here. doesn't feel like, but right, you know, right. I, I guess there's no other way I guess describing yeah, that's that's uh, the is, criminal yeah. legal act is uh, is yeah. the the definition of it. There's got to be a different way of, of naming that, but yeah. I know we we got to get on that. Supreme Court, this is what you need to get to. All right? yeah, we need a it. new word for burglary. Stop trying <laughs> um, to fix the NCAA form, okay? Just yeah, get, get on, get give on. us a new word for burglary. I, I will uh, say but, this. I mean, you, you, and you, I know we'll get into this in more depth, but in depth. But I mean, yeah, the the only name that even I even recognized was, of course, and unfortunately for Kentucky the one name of the player who's probably maybe having the only backlash when it's all said and done in terms of what, what was done wrong. And that's Rito Tisdale. Well, cause the, the thing is, Trevor is if that, if, if there is no gun, which, you know, we don't know where that's still up in the air. A lot of this still up in the air. They'll have their day in court, obviously. I think ultimately a lot of these guys are going to get their charges dropped, but probably nothing. Probably nothing comes of this if there's not an alleged gun. And, right? But I would think they would have to have some kind of, or enough people at least at this point, if they're going to go through with this. Because I, I think if, if this happened in March and we're now hearing about this and this is now charges come down, I think the people in higher ups have, have tried their best to probably avoid this going to some kind of court case to this point. They have to have something, enough people saying there was a gun or a video. God, there's always a video, right? Well, I mean, and that's the that's the thing that's weird about this too. If they had that, then why would it take five months? Like that's why this whole thing is just kind of odd. Um, well, I think it would take five months because no one wanted this to come out. Because you're talking about a, 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 a yeah, but if it was if there was clearly like if it was if it clearly happened, then uh, you know I, that that's the part where the, this whole thing is a little bit messy, and I don't think many folks anticipated anything coming from it because if you couldn't prove that there was a gun 
within the first two, three months of it. What what has changed in, in by month five? But nevertheless, the charges have been levied. Uh, you, Vito Tisdale uh, was one of them, along with Joel Williams, a former four-star recruit that plays the same position as Vito. Ernest Sanders, a wide receiver from Michigan. Uh, Andrew Phillips, a cornerback who I actually asked about yesterday, who's expected to be the, uh, the second corner you know, coming off the bench, you know, the, the guy that's going to be playing a lot of snaps this year. Uh, RJ Adams is offensive lineman. Wasn't expected to play this fall, but a top 50 recruit or not top 50 recruit, but he was like top five offensive guard when he was recruited. And and really the big one that might've even had, that might, might have a, even more of an impact on this year's team is uh, running back Jatan McClain from Cincinnati, who 15th ranks all purpose back in the country. He was the, when we went to the UK fan day open practice, he was the guy who I left leaving like most impressed with, not in just the way he played, but also how he was used, particularly in the past game where Kentucky doesn't have a lot of receivers. So he could be a guy that really mitigates that problem using split backfields, uh, not only running out of the backfield, but motioning out and playing some wide receiver and catching some passes. So there's some important players involved, obviously, uh, what exactly does their future hold now that they've been charged? I don't exactly know. Uh, I know that uh, Kyle Tucker had a uh, a tweet that they he said what I'm told that Kentucky players were argue that there was no gun and no proof of one, and I think that's what this whole thing has been for the last five months is is there proof that that actually happened? The incident started at a frat party where they were called the N-word, and it did not get physical at all. There were no injuries. So what are you really going to charge? Uh, I think that the other thing, too, in this, Trevor, is that the student conduct committee, they, they cleared the players, and the fraternity got put on probation recently. So, you know, I, I think there's more to this story, but there's no denying that it's a bad PR move. It looks bad on the face, uh, you know, I, especially as a cumulative effect when you've had two assistant coaches have similar arrests. Now, both had charges dropped uh, eventually, but, you know, eight offseason arrests. You're you're rising up in the Fulmer Cup standings. And all, and all these are being dropped, huh? Since like there's a little trend going on. Now, I, someone would make the joke that, wow, Kentucky's finally an SEC football program. <laughs> you might want to get the wins to match it a little bit. I'm not going to make that joke, but somebody might make that joke. Uh, somebody might. Just, just somebody not. might. I, 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 my, my version would more be like, hey, I, I get you want to be one of the top SEC. You're trying. You're getting there. You, you step it up both on and off the field, apparently, though. But you're, you're tempting. You're, you're but, stepping it. but here, here's the thing you have there does like you you can i think in this case like you know fights between fraternities and football teams they've been happening since team people started playing football and fraternities started being fraternities like that it happens yeah but either way gun or not the fact they go back and force their way in which is not being disputed is not not it's not a good decision Oh no, it's a bad decision. I, and, no and, doubt. I, and I get you're gonna there's gonna be bad decisions made by kids. They're kids. I mean, I'm I'm you know, I, they, yes, I will let them use the kid excuse. It's 
you know, and when we, when we want what we, you know, we think we deserve, we're adults, when we treat like adults, when we make mistakes for kids, the, the, the beautiful double standard of things for today's youth. But nonetheless, they are kids. They are going to make mistakes. There should be some, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying no one's kicking off the team, but there, there should be a, you should see some missed faces at practices the next couple of days, at least, if not in the background, seeing a couple of these guys running wind sprints. I mean, they're, they're, you've, got, you've got to at least show that, hey, listen, I mean, whether they're, whether, how much of this truth to the charges or not, still not a good look, still a bad decision. And you, you still need to, you know, at least get a, get a jug timeout or something. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I could see a lot of these guys sitting out that Louisiana Monroe game if, you know, because, you and, know. I could, and I could see a lot of guys also having these charges dropped is, shortly after their reign um but you know we'll see the the process of course has to play out uh but i think that i like in 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 a vacuum this one incident doesn't seem like the worst thing if there wasn't a gun involved but I, there's definitely a part where even the most butt slapping kentucky fan is going to be saying all right, Mark, what the hell is going on? We get, this is, we can't have every other month somebody getting arrested that has, that's involved with the Kentucky football team. It's not, you just can't have that happen. There's no other way around it. It's a bad look. And, you know, it gives your, uh, and it, and it just, it, it, it allows there to, you can have that fester and have folks question if there's a culture problem. And that's, I think that's the thing that Stoops has been best at is developing a winning culture with the Kentucky football program, a, a culture that I don't want to say breeds success, but that, that, that accountability and we're working hard like that, that sort of mentality has been a big part of it. And when you've got stuff like this happening, it, it puts some chinks in the armor. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure some folks will question that. Sure, some are just tired of hearing about off the field stuff. This is going to be a big season. We don't want any momentum taken away from it. I don't think this, like, as far as it affecting the team's morale or mentality, like, I don't foresee that happening whatsoever at all. Like, these guys aren't idiots. They've known that this happened a long time ago. Will those guys be missing some practices while all this plays out? Sure, probably. I don't know. I don't, but. You need to at least put on the the face if you're Bob, if Bob Stoops, if you're Mark Stoops and this this coach staff. You need at least to show that you're taking it serious. Yeah, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that. And you're that, right. If you, if you miss Louisiana Monroe, I mean, I, you would be able to speak to this a lot more than I would because again, I the only name I even recognized was was Tisdale's, and that's because I've listened to you all talk about him. And I mean, I just remember that. How can you not remember hearing name Vito over and over? But I mean, I would think that you know that even if you sit them out just for the first game, then there's there's no harm, no foul in terms of the attempted or the the worry of losing that game, even without these six guys. Right, right, exactly. Um, and I, and I don't so come I, at, I, I don't come at me and be like, well, we'll just suspend them just because of this. Let the system work its way out. By the way. Look, Kentucky fans, come with me with that because then you lose every high ground you ever did when you talked about Louisville. No problem. <laughs> well, so please and they're, they're, that at me right now. There also is a lesson to be like, you know, I don't blame, uh, you know, Louisville fans for, you know, 
oh, look at this. Blah, blah, blah. But like, there is a lesson to be learned in don't, you know, pointing well, the finger. You, I mean. you got four that come right back. You know what I mean? Like, there's a eventually. I don't. I don't want to say karma is going to happen, but like stuff like this happens in big time college football programs. It happens just, in non big time college football programs. <laughs> Not, right, you I'm know, not like, that, that's not a jab at Kentucky, even though it kind of came off as, which is, yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it, it, it just worked better that way. But right, right, I was being just saying that even, yeah, even in general. But the, uh, but essentially, like it's like, guys, let, let's let this play out. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. I do just think that it's the the part that's irritated me um with some of this stuff and i even had to explain it to some of my friends because the sheriff has been the one who's been screen grabbing off message boards like why isn't nobody talking about Vito tisdale well here's the thing I mean, it's a good question okay it, it fair enough question because there was nothing to report in that all you could in theory report is say Sources tell so-and-so that Kentucky football players are under investigation from an incident. It was a, and even then, like, you would need to have some sort of police department person leaking you information, like, and showing you, like, nothing was of public record until yesterday. But you knew about it. Yeah, it was a story going around. It was, okay. it was, it was, it was word was, of but why that's, that's different. Why, why didn't it make the message board chatter then? No, no. It was only on message boards. And it oh, wasn't okay. even to that extent. Like, it was just like, there's some stuff happening around Vito Tisdale, but you have to be vague. Because, like, it wasn't a matter. Like, the only official public documentation of this was, like, sealed documents in police courts and in private UK code of conduct hearings that aren't open to the public. You can't report that stuff. Like, that's just not a, I, 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 I don't know, like, it's not journalism law or anything like that, but that's not stuff that you can, you know, you can maybe hint at, like, you know, there might be some stuff going down, but we're going to, you know, maybe, maybe not. And, I mean, yeah, I, I, that hasn't stopped. That, I mean, there's no, there's, it's, that, that, that falls okay under the journalism laws of the jungle of social media. No, it, it, you don't write it down though. That's the point. Like you don't, you don't put it, you don't write it out and share it. And that's because nothing was official. There were no arrests, charges, anything to come from it until yesterday. The floodgates were open and uh, now we wait. Now we wait. So, uh, you know, let the jokes be made from your L1C4 fans. How much um, more do you know about that y'all are covering up up there in Lexington? What else, what else can you tell me? Um yeah i mean uh, this is this is what this is, I, you know what i know i i've shared what i know at this point uh and so now we've got to let let it play out let it play out in the court system i you know if, if i'm making a prediction i ultimately think that proving there was some sort of gun is going to be difficult and i think ultimately these guys are going to uh, now, if they do, not I don't know. I don't not, know what happens. We've already, I guess, the, the, I guess the admission of guilt of forcing your way on this into someone's house has already been admitted, right? Whether there was a weapon or not, is that what we're saying? No, we, I don't. I don't. I don't know. 
I, I mean, because I mean, that it seems to be the 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 the, the circling around of of innocence is whether there was a gun or not, but there seems to be no denying the fact that they left, returned, and forced their way into someone's home. Well, no, this is all alleged, though. It's nothing has been admitted in court. It's what you got lawyers for. So okay. I ultimately think a lot of charges will be dropped, um, and we're going to get some one-game suspensions. Maybe Vito gets a little bit harsher penalty, depending on what they can prove. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. In, in the meantime... As far as on the field, if those guys are missing, you know, I talked about the importance of Jatan McCall. Like those guys are all can play significant roles this fall, but there are other players that can do that. Kentucky's got a pretty deep running back room uh, for Jatan McClain. Devontae Robinson is starting ahead of Tisdale, um, you know, and you can move some other safeties around, Taj Dodson, Jalen Geiger. So there's certainly, you know, An- enough depth to, that you, that, a one game suspension is not going to hurt the team, but and even if, but it's at least going to send a message, both, you know, in, in the media and in the public eye, as well as a little bit to the, the to the six kids. It says, you know, you know, just, just be smarter sometimes. You know, I know, yeah, I know yeah. you, I know you, you know, she probably, you know, had a big butt and a smile, but you know, don't, it's not worth it. No, never trust a big button and smile, by the way, guys. No, no, Bell Biv DeVoe taught that, us that a long time ago. <laughs> yes, if we learned anything from Bell Biv DeVoe, it's you know, don't trust a big button and smile, exactly. Uh, but that was that. Uh, I'm sure some of our textures will share stuff. I am going to uh censor it probably a little bit more heavily because I don't want to just like throw out a bunch of like speculation. Like, I heard well, someone's I mean, on this with because you know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's not speculation. I mean, we we just basically discussed all of what's already out there publicly. Right, right. But I'm sure that there's going to be some Johnny DM sliding, which, man, the the guys who were in the fraternity that were gloating on social, like, in people's direct messages yesterday. I mean, that's, come on, dude. Grow up. Grow up. Uh, I love, I love, yeah, I, I, do, I do enjoy some of the uh, stuff I've seen already where, whether it be in the comments of the article off of K, uh, of, you know, your 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 website or and yeah it's your website i'm gonna give you credit but and uh you know just some of the stuff i saw on twitter which is, it's automatically oh what's the fraternity it's just these punk kids you know it's, it's just a bunch of rich punk kids I'm like, oh, come on i mean first of all don't do that i didn't work out too well in the whole uh capital thing with the covington kids but, but, but yeah so, so it's, i mean don't, don't just sit there and just blame i'm not saying these aren't maybe some rich punk kids but you just don't don't turn around and, and throw and, and try to slide that just to get around the fact that some kids on your favorite football team made a bad decision. I definitely was once a fraternity punk kid though, so I can. <laughs> and yeah, but you, I was smart are. enough to not. I was yeah. smart enough to not try to fight the football team though. So. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, true, but, <laughs> or at least maybe you know. I guess they at least let them in the house. I mean, <laughs> but. Oh, man. Well, we need to get to our first commercial break. We come back. We're going to get the text on a little bit earlier. Adam Luckett's going to join us in hour number two, where we are going to have Trevor. We're going to help. You're going to help us. We need to pick a power five or a a G5 team to follow this year. You're going to help us out. And I've also promised Trevor some wrestling talk because I did watch wrestling the other night. So, I'm, looking, I'm gonna kind of get. I mean, I mean, can you? Nick texted me last night. Goes, you sure you took him last? Louisville's got nine wins. Kentucky's got off the field issues. You've watched wrestling. 
I mean, I can't think of any better way to make sure I'm awake in the morning than to give me that trio of news to talk about over the next week. And I'm getting lucky on with this. Oh, wow. It really I mean, is. The... about opening, I mean, Christmas from, uh, from heaven. I mean, wow. Awesome. What a Friday show. What a Friday show. We're going to have that and so much more when we return to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You lollygag the ball around the infield. You lollygag your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and Douglas, the producer getting you to your weekend and there's nothing better like i I i can't think of a better way to celebrate a weekend than by chowing down at salsaritas salsaritas they have the best chips the best salsas salsa's so good it's in their name and now you can join the salsaritas team they are hiring right now at both of their locations go visit them today uh they they also are like you can you can get ten dollars if you refer a friend on the app to yourself and you can put that towards listen to this you can get a nacho table tailgate nacho table tailgate can you think of nachos i mean that's what it sounds like to me like that would be awesome. Like you just pick apart the table and just and like in like the center of it's like a big thing of cheese. I just know that we had a lot of talk about stuff going down at the gate three tailgate. I think one of the things that needs to happen is we need to have nacho table at the gate three tailgate from Salsaritas. It sounds amazing. Go there today for all your catering needs, or if you just are ready to Up on the Salsaritas team, they're hiring now. Salsaritas, it's deliciously different. I I got a little complaint. TJ does this too. We need to start pushing our Salsarita talk back a little closer to the end of the show. Just because it's closer to Salsarita opening. Yeah. We start bringing it up at 745. Yeah. I'm like, crap, I still got to wait till 11. I know. That's a good call. I mean, we need to, because now I'm already getting hungry. Now we're doing soft tacos. No, oh, that's good to hear. Uh, you know, we're only eight days away from college football, Trevor. Oh, just oh man, just just made me so excited from the waist down around here. I mean, it's just awesome to hear. That's just so beautiful. Eight days away, which means we're like one year and eight days closer to college football, the video game. And I mean, it's just oh, it's beautiful. Just, summer's gone by very. I don't know if it's because I got into the Blue Jays a little bit more this season. I don't know if it's just having the appreciation of having just sports to look forward to this summer that we didn't even have last summer mm-hmm. and made this summer just go by so much quicker than normal. I, I don't know, but it does feel like it's it's just right. To, it's 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 right around the corner now. Of course, now I know that we're right there around the corner. It's like you know that last hour of school where you're staring at the clock and it's kind of moving slowly. But 
I, I cannot wait. He, 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 I just, it's gonna, I can't wait. Let's go, baby. I'm so oh, man. Week zero. I am. Man, week zero is a great, great addition. Like that, I'm very glad that's part of the schedule where you've got, you know, only two or three games, but that's just enough to scratch that itch. You know what I mean? So, uh, looking forward to week zero next Saturday uh, and, and then kicking off uh, everything two weeks from tomorrow. So, or man, it's going to be here before you know it. It'll be football time in the bluegrass but i do want to go ahead and not actually uh, let's go ahead and briefly touch on yesterday was a busy day because i mean 30 minutes before all of this happened kentucky got a football commitment its first commitment in the class of 2023 uh ty bryant from frederick douglas high school becomes uh, uh, the latest legacy recruit from uh, Lex Vegas to join the team and Trevor I thought it was uh, awfully timely that uh, Kentucky had a tweet sent out around five it was throwback Thursday to Cisco Bryant's first touchdown reception of his career it was his dad it's like oh I see what you guys are doing here I, I see what you guys are didn't remember his dad playing there in here yeah, so he was uh, 83 was when he caught his first touchdown passes. He actually had two in his first game. So that, uh, 83, that had been the, the Holiday Bowl team with Mark Higgs, correct? Hall of Fame game, yes. Correct. Hall of Fame game, yeah, my bad. Right, right. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it, uh, man, good to have Ty Bryan on board. Keep that Frederick Douglass pipeline flowing. Uh, an exceptional athlete that, can play both sides of the ball. I, like I said yesterday, he's probably going to be defensive back. So a nice start. Good, you might have some openings at that position. Hey, okay. hey, a nice start to Kentucky's 2023 recruiting class. Uh, let's get to this text on 502 414 1450. Texture starts us off with a bang. I'm ready to throw hands at gate three, butt wipe. Hey, um, what? After yesterday's news, we need to chill on the throwing hands talk on our text line. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, hey, you know, the, the Friday taught us, you know, you didn't need, you didn't need a gun, you just use these two things. You didn't, you may have won, you may have lost, but you lived to fight another day, right? See, uh, I am. Well, what, what's the gate three talk? I missed last couple. I'm not going. I'm well, not saying I've cheated on you guys. Slightly stepped out, maybe a little oh, bit. Oh, you've definitely cheated on this. But I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had to, the whole actually doing something of, you know, work in the middle of the afternoon has thrown my schedule off a little bit this week. So I haven't had a chance to get to the podcast. And with Scooter being out, I was like, you know, there's Trevor time kind of, you know, I, I, Douglas is doing Trevor time voice just makes me sound so much better because his dog, his, he's got the tones of, you know, of just just a beautiful beautiful man while where scooters just makes me sound like a dingus yeah he does make you sound like a dingus yeah because what's because it's good because he is a dingus uh but there's been there's been some rivalrying on our text machine and it's getting to um physical threats and we don't need that we need to think gate three not throwing hands gate three using your hands to eat nacho table tailgate I can't wait to see the hit him news reports and Kentucky's home opener. It was all it was all good with Kentucky winning against Louisiana Monroe. 
the exception of a scuffle at gate three that <laughs> <laughs> occurred before the game. Well, I, I do think that I have already just in, you know, I've made the executive decision that we're having Nacho table tailgate for that Missouri game. So Jonathan, suck it up, get there early. Cause we need Nacho table tailgate. Oh, hot cheese. That's 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 what we need. It would, would be a scuffle. No, Salsaritas will be will bring us all together. That's yeah. that's certain. Uh, this this is Mook and someone else in this Twitter in this text fight. Well, it? there's a lot of people in there. You I'll, know, Mook Mook South End is showing. You know, it happens. We, now, we can't help ourselves. This is like this is like a text version of like the Jets versus the uh, Sharks. Oh, like, I I've even yeah. made that. Uh, I've that's our second Jets versus Sharks reference this week, Trevor. Oh, is it? See, yeah. Great. I think you like, buddy. Gosh, I, I can just already picture our texters walking up, snapping their fingers, like just looking so tough, having like you know the cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve. Oh man, just to be an old greaser back in the day. Yeah. You, all right, Trevor. Here's here's a. This is where I enjoy doing shows with you because then we just get onto random topics and pop culture references. Oh yeah. Did you? I I can't imagine you being a book big book guy. But I can't imagine you reading The Outsiders. Did you Did you read that back in the day? No, no. I have seen the movie, though. Oh, okay. I, and I, yes, in case you're wondering, I am that guy who, when you would get the, the book you're supposed to read, like at the end of the year, you would I would go find the movie. Well, the, the thing about it, though, it was a pretty short book. Like, it was a pretty easy read. Yeah, one yeah, easy, that's... So that's a subjective term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. I would have been able to pull it out myself, but I, you know, I probably didn't get that far into the dictionary to figure it out. Oh man, uh, I, I I can tell you, I, I can almost tell you in one hand all the books I have read, and, and ironically, one of them did become a movie. Two of them became movies. Moneyball. No, no, Moneyball. Actually, I've never, I never did read Moneyball. Never watched uh, it either. I did read uh, the 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 shadows one of about uh, Barry Bonds. I forget now. I can't remember the name of the damn book on that one. Steroids uh, book. Yeah, the steroids book. And I read the one the the the, the book by Tim Donahue, the 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 referee, the, which was oh okay. Uh, those are the last two books I did read. Before that, the other two one was uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, and <laughs> you read the crazy version of it. Yes, and, and and by the way, the two movie ones were I read the book after the movie. And the other was Jurassic Park. There's a Jurassic Park book? Yes, Nicholas. There's a Jurassic Park book. Oh, by Michael Creighton. Yeah, he's Michael Creighton's right up there as someone who's had some very a lot of success in terms of his, his written to his books to movies. Not in Stephen King level, but you know, who very few hmm. are in that level. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, good to know that you are well read, Trevor. Yeah, and, and by the way, if we keep wondering the fifth book. It's a book called uh, The Day After Tomorrow, which is not the same as the movie that came out. <laughs> this is a different, actually a different book. It's a random book. My my discman was on the fritz going down the Gulf Shores that summer. And my aunt let me, my, it was one of my aunt's books. And I read it and it was, it was all right. It, it, it was okay. It was actually better okay, than good. the movie that came out. Ring endorsement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a texter says, hey, TJ, Tim here in Lexington Podcast Listener. Are you playing Boots Randolph Golf Course when you're in Barkley? Play that a few times and it's a fun track. Be prepared to sweat. Uh, Trevor, that was, do you know who Boots Randolph is? Uh, no, not a clue. 
Boots Randolph is the guy who composed Yakety Sax, the Benny Hill theme song. Yeah. No, no, that's Yakety Yak. Don't take out the papers and the trash. Yeah, that's very similar. Yakety Sax is just strictly saxophone. What I did not know is that Boots Randolph is from Paducah, and that's why they have the golf course out there. Had had no idea that Boots Randolph was from Kentucky. I didn't even, yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't either, but then again, I didn't know he was. I know Bootsy Collins is. Boots Randolph is a great name for a saxophone player. Boots Randolph sounds like the name of, like, the – I don't know why my mind just went straight to Randolph and Mortimer from, like, trading places. Like, that's just what I pictured for some reason. I guess because it's Randolph. He uh he played with Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, he's the saxophone on "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," uh, okay. classic song with Roy Orbison. Um, and uh, wow. he was uh, on with Elvis. Oh, so, so he was part of the the rockabilly era of the of the fifties. Yeah, fifties and sixties. The Yakety Sax came out in '63, and that was his big. Uh, I have no idea. You know Yakety Sax. It's Not like that the, version, but yeah, yeah. Well, my my, I'm, I'm working. I'm still tuning my air saxophone this Friday morning. Yeah, that uh, I do, I do, I do appreciate some good sax. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of mad at myself for not knowing that. I'm sorry. I apologize, listeners. And I, to I'll Boots Randolph, you apologize to him. Damn it! I apologize to is Boots Randolph still with us? So, um, no, R.I.P. Passed away at eighty in two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh, and I thought you were gonna say nineteen eighty. I was like, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> way behind on that one. Uh, yeah. But, but oh. I, I apologize, Boots, and uh, I'll go look you up here in a little bit. Listen to somebody. So a, a texter he says uh, Tuesday, Abella Danger will be starting class in person as a freshman at FIU. How would you, as an eighteen-year-old freshman, react? To the adult film actress being in your class or sitting next to you. Well, it's uh, gotta be better than the SVU episode I saw that was about something like that. Didn't work out well for that for anybody involved in that episode. I'll tell you that much. Well, nothing ever does in SVU. No, no, you know, but, they, but they always get their guy, you know. Yeah. Eh, sometimes, yeah. They like to leave it open ended occasionally at the end. They also sometimes decide, like, hey, uh, this is going to be uh the <laughs> Like sometimes they'll they'll take it all the way to court. Sometimes they'll just get arrested. You know, it, it changes quite a bit. But um, yeah, Trevor, I don't. I think if what's her name? By the way? Uh, oh, just Abella Danger is her name. She's, she's I'm not quite, really familiar with her. She's quite popular. Uh, but I think that you, I would try to play it cool if I had an an adult film actress sitting next to me. The the problem is as a freshman you just don't know how to act around good-looking women in general let alone older women so i think 18 year olds texture would be much more immature about it but like 20 21 year old where you're just you feel like you're the cock of the walk the talk of the town like you can play it cool enough to you know try to get a line in but i'm sure she is ready to combat all of them going into it onto a campus that's full of just a bunch of horned up adolescents yeah, don't don't be a tool, basically. Don't don't be the guy in boogie nights, you know, making the gestures towards roller girl. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't don't be that dude. Just you know, just kind of just glance, be nice, smile, and and go home and look her up online. 
<laughs> Texter says, whether masks work or not, if a mandate is what it's going to take to pack the house, then put that mother bleeper on and shut up about your oppression. Wow. Like that text there. Like yeah. Text. Do yeah. what you got to do to, to make, yeah, let to make kid, a packed yeah. stadium happen. Yeah. Buy the kid that toy so he can get stop doing his center tantrum. Other way of looking at it. Oh man. A texture says people out here undressing coaching staff and pressing the flesh. What a world. Yeah, Trevor, those are those are some inside jokes from our great texters. 502-414-1450. On some of the inside stuff this week. Like I I haven't missed that many days. It's only been four days. I'm how many more inside jokes can y'all have come up with since I've been gone? Man. Yeah, I mean, you just you you're way behind. Which, by the way, Trevor, I tried to listen to some yesterday. Y- y'all got to cut out the baseball talk. Like, I just I can't have U of L baseball talk in August. Like, oh, I wasn't on the show yesterday. Oh, wow, <laughs> that explains I, it. I, I don't know if you reckon realize this or not, but that was the voice of Sean Moth, not me. I know that, but I, I just I heard I heard him talking about baseball, and I was just like, I had to change the channel. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. And I love Sean Moff to death. Uh, but yeah, he's a huge baseball guy. So that's that's probably going to be inevitable. Yeah. I, Everybody with baseball talk. Mike loves his Reds, man. And I, that's, you got to at least respect the loyalty to a franchise that hasn't done any winning in 30, 31 years. Oh, wow. So says a man whose team has been relevant in 20, how many years? Hey, listen, we our back to back World Series were a lot sooner than. They came more recently. Wait, wait, wait. Did they? Because yeah, Reds were 90. They won the World yeah. Series. Blue yeah. Jays, were they 91, 92? 92, 93. <laughs> so, you know, you can take out your suck it and you suck it. <laughs> right. And back to back, by the way. Oh, man. Back to Got back. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were going to be like, oh, man, I'm going to trick him on this one. No. Oh yeah. goodness gracious! It's like the uh, World Championship is newer, even if it's by a year. And yes, it's a championship. So is the Blue Jays. It's newer too. I think the the Reds right now are. Oh wow, are they actually? No, they're one game back or a half game. Yeah, Blue one Jays. one game back in the wild card race. Can you tell me who won the World Series in '91 between the between those two teams? It was Kirby Puckett and the Twins, right? Right, led by Jack Morris, who's been kind of in some hot water recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that by the is... way, if you want, if you, if, I think Jack Morris has been punished enough by the fact he hasn't been put in the Hall of Fame yet. Well, I think Zach Morris is the better of the two Morrises. So, second no, Jack Morris. Jack Morris was a, was a track and field star as well as a, a starting point guard for Bayside. No, oh, yeah, people do forget that. People, yeah, well, they, they definitely want to forget the, the track and field episode. That's probably considered not very politically correct in terms of. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that episode or not. But speaking of incorrect, if you have an incorrect golf swing, you need to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy because there's no better place to work on your game. Get out of the heat by going right off exit four in southern Indiana and swing on one of his three fantastic accurate indoor simulators that will get your game right. Whether you want to play around, hit the range, or get lessons from Bobby, he is the best in town. Uh, just give them a call at 812-913-4415 or visit bobbycookgolfacademy.com to book your appointment today. That'll wrap up our number one for us. We're going to do our daily double break and be back with more football talk with Adam Luckett and some text into the text line at 502 
414-1450. I feel like you booked luggage just in case I didn't show up, right? Uh, maybe. I'm Nick Roush. He's Trevor Kelsey. It's National Radio Day on Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be Roll back call. before you know it right here on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back into hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush here with Trevor Kelsey and Douglas, the producer, getting you ready for the weekend. It's National Radio Day. It's a new Sturgill Simpson album release. It's a huge day, a great it's, day to start the weekend. I'm just, I'm, 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 I can't, I'm so excited and I just can't, just can't hide it. It's CM Punk Day. Whoa, CM Punk Day at AEW? Yeah, today. I mean, they haven't officially, they, they've done everything but come out and literally say he'll be debuting tonight on Rampage at 10 o'clock on TNT. But I mean, the fact that they just added this show out of nowhere in Chicago. Didn't put it in their normal 10,000-seat arena. It's going to be in the United Center. It's sold out. Oh, wow. There's 15,000, 16,000 people there. So. And what um, – is this Friday Night much, Dynamite? What are they calling it? Friday it's Night? Rampage. Rampage. It's the, okay. It was the second week of Rampage. It started last week. And no, traditionally, I think Rampage will be a show that will be recorded. Like, if you go to a Dynamite and you watch two hours wrestling, then they'll go off the air and then they'll record Rampage, like, for the hour after. So, if you – You'll get three hours resting for the live audience. Gotcha. But in special occasions, they will do live shows. Uh, the first one being obviously one. And this one now kind of being added very late, which tells you something big's happened. I'll say this, if, he, if CM Punk, who is from Chicago, which is the whole, if you hadn't put two and two together, that's why I'm mentioning that. Uh, then if he doesn't show up, whew, that's oh man, be, Trevor is gonna. I mean, Trevor might Trevor, walk to Chicago and kick Tony uh, Khan's ass. Tre- oh, Trevor's not walking anywhere. But the, yeah, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the there will, and I won't be. I won't. It's not gonna lose my fanhood, but the backlash would be pretty nasty. I would be. There could be some riots in that Chicago. In the Chicago oh, Fire it'd be like, like the '68 Democratic National Convention. I mean, it's gonna be. Yeah. Man, it'll, it'll be brutal out there. I, all right, so I, I am. It is intriguing, though. You're more excited for CM Punk to potentially return than John Cena and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Oh, SummerSlam this weekend? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, okay. I got a fantasy football draft during that. Man, uh, your hatred for the WWE. I would think that you would at least get, you know, I'm sure no, I... this will be their first big pay-per-view in two or three years. It, you, it you'll probably be... watch it, right? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably will at least watch some of that match. Uh, I won't watch all the matches on on the on the that card. Um, Alexa Bliss or even Marie. I'm looking at you. That's going to be a train wreck. Uh, but nonetheless, you've got me saying nonetheless now too much. Uh, the Cena Rain stuff. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I know that their, their promo work last month on on SmackDown has been entertaining. I'll give it that. I um. So what what spawned Trevor's conversation is not only his excitement, but I actually. 
uh, I got, I got done with the meeting Wednesday night and I was, uh, hopping on the exercise bike. I had to text some people and I was just like, I just need something in the background. There's no sports, but we did have wrestling and I like how you precursor that by calling it no sports, by the way, nice backhanded slap right there. Uh, that was totally unintended, yeah. uh, completely unintentional, but I, uh, I, I, I pop it on and it, you know they're doing a promo but almost immediately goes into a tag team match between uh the jungle boys which (laughs) jungle express okay the jungle express which had what was the what's the dinosaur guy's name uh the jungle express is uh jungle boy which is jack perry for those that don't know luke perry's son uh he's the little guy on the tag team yeah and, and, the big and, guy. and if you know and you know luke perry is correct yes yes no no yeah and if you look at jack now when you know that you look at the, the guy i mean he looks dead like his dad in his face which is it's crazy and the other is a guy a very big guy named that he called he's known as luchasaurus luchasaurus he's got the he's got a luchador mask and he he paints his beard blue he looks like a dinosaur yeah. it's a great bit like they they basically look like jurassic park coming out and he and he doesn't try to be a dinosaur he he's actually has like three uh three master's degrees in like uh paleontology and stuff so he's a pretty smart dude and he, he when he does his promos he comes off like a very smart guy which is kind of fun i uh I I enjoyed watching their uh, the, their match. Like it was, in, and they were going up against the what's the, what's the big conglomerate now? What do you what do you call those guys? The something boys. The something boys. Everything boys. The the elite is the name of the group. Group. The, the they just called them the elite. I thought they were like the cash box or something. Well, no, the tag team was named the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. There we go. Yeah. The Young Bucks, and they've got their crew that has a manager. And I just, I, I like that they have the thing that it, not only was an entertaining match where you've got like the Jungle uh, Express where they're standing on top of each other and flipping people off the turnbuckle. Like it was good. It was entertaining wrestling and like a lot of drama going back and forth. And, you know, most of those have it kind of anticlimactic endings. But I loved afterwards that all of their friends in their, I don't know who they are. The, the rest of the young bucks came out to support them and they're just spraying. Like one guy's just spraying hairspray on another what? guy's back. That's that's pretty color. He's kind of the lackey, the nerd, the, Oh man. The, 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 the guy they make fun of all the time. The go so, such a funny bit. And that, then that, that started made... with, when they were doing wrestling outside, that's, and it's a uh, cooling spray. Oh, so when oh, they were doing all their shows, <laughs> when they were doing all the because because the young bucks are heels, great right. heels by the way. So when they were doing these shows in Jacksonville outside, if you can imagine it, it's it pretty hot and humid out there, especially in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're wrestling, you, I mean, it makes it even more difficult. So the the kind of gag was he would yeah he would air he would he would oh, he would now, now that they're even indoors he still uses it yes so funny uh yeah. and then they go off air and they're cutting a promo afterwards and their manager is just the perfect like you like him oh man he's great because he he was wearing like a pink suit with uh brown slash orange tinted sunglasses loafers no socks i think at one point when they went in the ring afterwards he like kicked somebody but then was like ow my foot hurts yeah (laughs) he's so soft and then he comes in afterwards and he's like all right, boys, you've done so great. You need to go take a trip to Hawaii, take your whole family, take a month off. Just love the money. Like, it's such a funny bit. And and that's the thing that I, I like, 
the WWE, I think they just take themselves way too seriously. I need some cartoonish like folks in there, and that that I enjoy that. I got a good hour of entertainment in that. So, Trevor, uh, your AEW hype is not completely uh, uh, misguided. So you that was you turned it on at that. So you didn't get to see Sting's return to TV. Yeah, no, I saw Big Show do you know something? Uh, yeah, sorry, Mike White or whatever his name Paul is. Paul White, yeah, Paul White. But that, and that was fine. But I have a feeling that's going to be terrible watching him wrestle. He looks well, so old out there. It's not going to be. I mean, it's going to be a three minute squash match. He's going to just destroy QT Marshall. That's with slam him through everything. Yeah, I mean that that guy that guy's a head trainer for for their for their for their where they where they do their wrestling training, what they call the Nightmare Factory, which he's a great trainer by the way. But yeah, he's just kind of an enhancement guy. So it's just going to be a fun little three minute match. He he insulted uh, Tony Schiavone's son, who Tony Schiavone does commentary with Paul White, so. That that's just kind of the storyline for that, but yes, the uh, the elite, uh, the elite, which is the group the Young Bucks are part of, Kenny Omega as well, the Good Brothers, uh, but Don Callis, the manager you're referring to, is yes, just a a great great heel. I mean, they're just the best. I mean, they've got these beards. You probably saw them. You saw Kenny Omega run out there with the wearing the Chick Magnet T-shirt, which by the way, in case you're wondering, CM Punk, the CM stands for Chick Magnet, uh, which was kind of their little you know on the nose little hint as well, but. Yeah, uh, he's got the like the Fu Manchu. I mean, they just they're the best heels. They're so so dastardly. It's just so just corny, over the top, but not over the top to the word. Just stupid, but just great. I mean, and the Young Bucks are the best tag team in wrestling. So if you're gonna, if I'm gonna say I want you to watch this, you know, I, people involved in a match to get you hooked on wrestling, the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega match would definitely probably been one of. You're gonna really love it if they at the pay per view if it ends up being the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks in a cage, well, whew, that match is going to be just spectacular. Not anytime those mm, four guys man. are in a ring are spectacular. Trevor just just can't wait. But um, I love it. I've got oh, you on board. The, the but can tell Terry that you're a wrestling fan now. That's yeah, that's a bit strong. But the buzzer just sounded. Uh, we've hit our max on wrestling talk for the day. No, um, no, no. Yeah, that's sorry, sorry, no. buddy. You've got to take out your second and second now. Wrestling no. talk is done. Uh, but we wow. do have a lot more to get to on the text on 502 414 1450. Uh, I'm texting about wrestling, texting about wrestling. <laughs> but uh, a texter says, Oh, no, hell no, man. Y'all done up and done it. Is this a reference I'm missing from not having to listen to the show this week as much? It's actually a, a reference to Vito Tisdale, Big V. Oh, is that something he said? I don't get it. I don't. His I'm, son is Vito Tisdale. Big V was in Nappy Roots. That saying. Oh, that oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. I can. And I, and I, but I know that the name Nappy Roots. I just had forgotten the, the individual. Name. I mean, great song though. Which is that the best? That's the best Nappy Roots song, right? Uh, I guess that the one. Uh, we oh. got it no more. Do, 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 do. Is that the one that was on Madden? No, 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 no. That's the one I always Trevor, this, this like came out when you were at WKU. Well, technically. And they were from Western Kentucky. Like, it's Well, interesting story. You you bring that up. I wasn't at WK at the time. Uh, my friends were. And one of my friends, I, I, will, I do remember this vividly, would tell me how a buddy on his, in his dorm was going to be a famous rapper. This guy he used to he'd play Madden with. 
Mm. And, I, and, and my buddy kind of exaggerates a lot, a little bit. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. And then, but lo and behold, <laughs> three months, a few months later, we're chilling at the house over on Norburn. And then I'm, this music video comes on. I'm like, hey, that guy's wearing a Louisville shirt. <laughs> and my buddy just comes down the hall. He's like, that's so and so. I don't remember which one it was that he used to tell me that would hang, he hung out with. But he was like, that's, I told you. And I'm like, huh. Oh, I guess I had to start believing you now. It's been you know 20 years. I still don't half the time. But you know, that's always that's that was my introduction to Nappy Roots. Was but so I wasn't at Western, but I have friends that were. Yeah, I uh, I they're they're great. Um, that's my favorite song of theirs. You know, uh, Good Day is more recent, but I'm I'm an on all hell no guy. Poe folks also is good, but it's a Poe folks is the one I was describing, right? Yeah, all my life been Poe, but it really yeah yeah no that's so, yeah, that was the one that was on the Madden soundtrack as well. Which uh, yeah, so that, that one that one's always kind of been more, I guess, in my preference because I'd listen to it on the Madden soundtrack so much as well. Uh, this texture is from Kentucky Krogh, who we talked to quite a bit on that's Twitter. That's, that's my boy, Sean. He, he's great. He says, guys, I'm battling prostate cancer right now and going through chemotherapy. I feel bad most days, All but right. like today, when Nick called the squirrels rat bastards, I laughed my ass off. You and another show give me happiness in the morning. And sometimes I even wait until the afternoon when I know the chemo effects will hit hardest to listen because I know y'all will bring a smile to my face. God bless you guys. Even Scoots McGee. Well, Kentucky Krogh, uh, cancer sucks. The chemo can be the worst. But, hey, it's going to fight that cancer. It's going to get it the hell out of here. And we're very happy that we can uh, be with you along in your journey to kick cancer's ass. And uh, hope all is well. And if you ever need anything from us, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, and this is also a good reminder, too. Uh, we got Movember coming up in November, of course. And I think this year, Trevor, I'm going to do the Nove the Movember, grow the mustache out, uh, raise some funds to help for some, some prostate cancer awareness. Because uh, some gentlemen like us, we don't take care of ourselves. Uh, not speaking for Trevor Kelsey, but hey, got to get that stuff checked out because uh, if you catch it early enough, then you can fight it and beat it. So uh, best of luck, Kentucky Krogh. You got this. And, and yeah, exactly. And, and he, he, Kentucky Krogh is the man. I, I love Kentucky Krogh to death. Uh, the is so November. Is that the, is that where you don't shave? Right, November is that is that the the thing? It's you can either do like no shave at all. I'll probably just go mustache because my beard gets really wiggity wiggity whack grows out like joe dirt it doesn't even just yeah comes out well, in patches. yeah it gets really patchy so like I, I i keep it at a one and then i let it grow like two weeks and then i've got to go back to the one because it just i can't i can't bad. see i can't do facial hair because if i grow the beard the beard will grow fine but it comes in gray which is just doesn't which kind of takes away from the visual of it like i can have uh, it looks lighter because it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's like it's this big fluffy beard, but it just doesn't have the intimidating factor of you know a non-gray beard. And unfortunately, the mustache part doesn't grow for me. Like mm. so, I, I it's, oh, it man. doesn't come out right. It's and, a real shame. Yeah, and as a smoker, I get the nicotine stain underneath the uh, when, when the mustache, and it's a pain to try to get the nicotine stain off the upper lip, and it's. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I want to support and all I can, but I I, I got to shave people. I'm sorry. Uh, one texter says, uh, "Oh wait, we've got some repeats in here. Oh, all good." But uh, did I Travis, send a repeat? 
Yep, yep. We've got a we've got a few repeats, but one texture says perhaps I'm a bad spiteful person, but Terry quitting for the Georgia game last year and drama in surrounding week left a bitter taste in my mouth. He was never good enough outside of the Florida game and he pouted him when he got benched. I won't root against him, but I'm not rooting for him, which I think that's an understandable sentiment because there there was some unneeded drama. Um, you know, so I I, I will be rooting for him, but he will not. New Mexico will not be one of the G5 teams that we will be cheering for. And that brings us to our next break because Adam Luckett is going to join us. And Trevor Kelsey, you, we need your help picking a group of five team to follow. We'll get to that and much more after the break when Kentucky Roll Call returns on National Radio Day here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Don't worry, I got an idea. An idea so smart, my head would explode if I even began to know what I was talking about. Rappers stepping to me, they want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. I'm not the victory. They can't get with me. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. There we go. Here, I, I need to get a roll call. Roll Call. It's National Radio Day, after all. Bring the big guns. Uh, Nick Rouch here with Trevor Kelsey and Adam Luckett joining us now on the phone, who is uh, somewhere in a... Is there a fan behind you, Luckett? I don't know. I get the same thing. We got the the AC running out here. Yeah, there we go. Turned out. Yeah, that was a little light. I couldn't tell if you were driving down the road or something. (laughs) But... Happy to have you on to give some football hot takes. Uh, before we get into the main discussion, we need to have Trevor Kelsey's input on. Uh, I did just want to hear your thoughts on the developments from yesterday um, and, and whether or not you think this will have any long-term implications for this upcoming Kentucky football season. Well, long story short, um, this offseason, even for Kentucky, they've had a lot of good things happen. You've had new offensive coordinator – New regime, signed a good recruiting class, got Wandell Robinson. You've got a lot of positive momentum headed into the season. Um, but there's been three specific on-field, off-field excuse me, incidents that have just been kind of a black eye for the program. Um, long-term, I don't think it's, it's nothing that's going to sink the ship. Um, but there, I think there's some things that probably need to be cleaned up. Um, you can't have two staffers being arrested one that's been with with the program for almost a decade you can't have you can't have the players pointing guns at off-campus parties um so it allegedly so i mean we'll we'll, we'll see but you just there's just been a lot of stuff and they just gotta kind of gotta get that cleaned up you just can't you can't have that that's a one incident and maybe that's just a fluke but you talk about three incidents in an off season that's just not not good and i think it's been kind of a pr black eye for the team, but I think if this team goes out here and goes eight and four, nine and three, if these charges get dropped, Nick, um, I, I know you alluded to that in the first hour. If even if the Tisdale thing is proven that he didn't, then I think this is all going to kind of get forgotten about. But you, you can't have all this stuff happening in one off season. It's just a black eye for the program. Right. It, it's just it's just too much. Um, 
and uh, we'll see how long it takes for this process to play out. I, I have no idea what the timetable could potentially be, but I know uh, the sooner the better for the for the folks in Lexington. But Adam, do you, I mean, do, do you think that? I mean, you probably listened to us a little bit in hour one. I'm assuming that. I mean, innocent, not whatever. Should there be at least some kind of public punishment, whether it be just missing practices, you know, seeing out like the first game, which is shouldn't affect a win loss for Kentucky, regardless of if these six kids are sitting out for that first game. You think there at least should be some kind of public punishment a little bit, regardless of, you know, the wait and see of, of how the, the law turns out? Well, they've known about this since March. So I'm yeah. assuming they these kids have already been um, punished in-house. And that's usually how Stoops handles these things, um, is behind closed doors. But then I'm not the board sure is now publicly finding it out, though. So Right, yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm not sure, like, what kind of precedent that sets if you've already punished them and then this comes out and then you punish them again just for, um, just just for a PR thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. But, but the punishment that happened before, I mean – I'm not denying it didn't happen, but you can just you could always just say, "Oh, we punished them, don't worry." Because the in-house thing, I mean, for, for all we know, it, there was no punishment. It was just, you know, Stoops just laughing in the room with them, saying, oh, "We're just going to tell them that you guys just pretend like it happened." To Wicket's point, though, yeah, they are I mean, an in-house just... kind of group. Like that's a uh, Stoops is big, big keeping things in-house, and uh, he, he this old Ooh, thing was kept in-house for a while. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe they could say they that the plan all along was to suspend them for a game or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could definitely see something like that happening, um, but nothing, I don't think anything major uh, right now, major penalty is going to come or a team penalty. I should say is going to come with that until this thing kind of plays out in the court system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enough uh, legal talk. We've got to get to much more important matters. And that is the group of five team that, the 11 personnel podcast will be following along this year. And if you aren't listening to that podcast with Adam Luck and I, make sure you are subscribed, downloading, rating, reviewing, just like I'm sure you're doing with the big exports radio. Uh, tr- so Trevor, by the way, I downloaded that. Y'all talk a lot about the Rams. Like I, I didn't get, right oh, dude, you can, <laughs> you can suck it, buddy. Just take out your suck it and suck it. The real 11 personnel. You're listening to the fake fake news 11 person oh that explains we were first trevor i didn't that explains why the voices sounded so different <laughs> i thought maybe it was just my, my my phone was going bad okay but essentially Luckett had a great idea like hey obviously you know we are going to be all about kentucky football but it'd be nice to have a second team in the g5 that we can kind of follow along with um that you know will make our football watching on at during random times a little bit more exciting so well like it went to the mountain west and found some after dark teams and he went to some action to find some teams that play on you know tuesday nights that we could really get behind so like it uh can you can you let share the candidates and maybe make their cases for trevor kelsey to kind of share his input in the process yeah absolutely the early favorite here nick um we're getting a lot of nevada steam or nevada steam if we pick Nevada or Nevada, we're gonna to have to learn how. Well, to let's go Nevada it. too. They can suck it for it's making Nevada. it say Nevada. Yeah, come on, it's Nevada. Hey, that's, okay. That's where the pistol was invented. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. It is. Well, um, yeah. now they're running. Now they're running the Mummy Air Raid. How Mummy's son is their offensive coordinator, Trevor. Um, uh, Tom McShay yeah. just released his 
his first top 50 um, draft big board. Uh, Nevada's quarterback, Carson Strong, and wide receiver, Romeo Dubes, are both on it. So they've got two legit pros on offense. They currently have seven after-dark games scheduled with um, a few more wow. uns- unscheduled games on their on their slate. So you're looking at potentially eight to nine games for after 9 o'clock Eastern time. Which is right in Trevor's wheelhouse. Right. So you, you come in, set, settle up. You're going to have Nevada on late night a lot, and it's going to be a team people are going to talk about um, all year, especially the, the draft community when they started getting into college football because of those two prospects they got. So the they are the been, early favorite. The been a good team the last probably, I'd say, 10, 15 years. They've had a solid program. Yeah. They've had uh, they've had dips. Like, they had the Kaepernick um, era, and then their, their coach with Kaepernick was their coach for, like, 30 years. He retired. Yeah, had a little dip there. Now, Jay, Norv- Jay Norvell is there. He's from – kind of that Iowa coaching tree. He coached with Bob Stoops at Oklahoma for a while. Um, he's probably good buddies with Mark, I would imagine. So that they have a name as a coach, and they got some – they got an air raid offense and two legit pro prospects. So they're, they're kind of the early favorite here. Um, now, what you, you go over to the MAC, Western Michigan looks like our number two team as of right now. They've got a potential NFL quarterback, Caleb Ellaby. Um, they have non-conference games at Michigan and at Pittsburgh in September. So they've got some early games where they're going to be kind of a plucky underdog. And then, of course, the four matching games in November, Wednesday, Tuesday, 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 um, which is just perfect. And uh, is that the only two options? Yeah, and no, then you got, we no, got Eastern Michigan, another MAC team. Oh, now, there's listen, more. Listen to this. There's four. Listen to this. Listen to this little tidbit about Eastern Michigan, Trevor. All right, I'm going to give you a little betting trend for the season. You ready? Eastern Michigan, that's where Ron Cooper went after he left, uh, left Louisville. Okay. Eastern Michigan, since 2016 under Chris Creighton, they are 19-3 against the spread as a road underdog. Ooh. Wow. So if you ever see Eastern Michigan as a road dog, you just go ahead and lock it up, okay? I was write about, that down right now. I was about to be like, but, but, but the last three times I bet them, they lost. <laughs> well, you just – you got to keep – it's like the roulette board. If it, go, it keeps going on red, eventually it's going to go black. You just got to keep – Keep hammering away. But they play on a gray field factory, and this is a personal favorite of Nick and mine. They have cool jerseys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coaches wear mechanic shirts. Uh, Just a a kind of the the comedy team of college football, I would say. Yeah, they also do the thing, Trevor, where they build a cinder block wall and then get a sledgehammer and break through it. It's it's just a wonderful gimmick. I'm I'm familiar with the Eastern Michigan, the home of George Gervin. And the only uh, bad thing, they only have three matching games, Tuesday, 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 and one Saturday in November. So that's not great. Okay. Uh, by and the way, Fresno, lot, I, I'm, go not, ahead. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the dudes are giving me – I'm, I'm, I'm going to precursor this, but I tell you, the, the, the logo, color scheme, and jerseys are going to be what's going to be my swaying point. So, well, all the yeah, Eastern, Michigan, Eastern Michigan probably has the best jerseys of all these teams, I would say. I know the Eastern Michigan jersey. I know that well, yes. And who's my fourth and Last one was a kind of a helmet logo thing, Fresno State. Cool-looking helmet, cool-looking logo, um, the cool checkerboard end zones. They currently have five after dark games scheduled. Could could be more at a later date. And their running back um, just needs a little under 1,200 yards to set a program record, Ronnie Rivers. And they're going to be kind of a plucky team there in the Mountain West. So those are the four we have right now. Um, but I think the favorites looking like right now is – Nevada and Western Michigan. Um, a lot of people have some sour grapes over Eastern Michigan after yeah. the Terry Wilson injury. So which that's hurting us in our poll. Which I think is uh, incredibly short-sighted 
you know, in, in, and I'm not saying that injuries are a good thing. I never will say that. But the Lynn Bowden story doesn't happen without Eastern Michigan. You got to look at it that way, too. And the Lynn Bowden story was incredible. So uh, to say, I mean, was it horse call or tackle? Yes. But injuries happen. Like, I, I'm not going to hate Eastern Michigan forever because of it. Yeah. It's football. I mean, just it's kind of the sport. But yeah, uh, a lot of people still holding a grudge. Over Eastern Michigan, it almost now, makes me out of spite want to just pick Eastern Michigan. Just yeah, we might just do it since, since there <laughs> This is a this is our. Uh, this is not a democracy. Kind of, this is a dictatorship. Right. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, oh, what's Denzel? What's his name? Coach um, Coach Crooms? No, is that right? What's his name? Herman Boone. Herman Boone. Boone. Coach Boone. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester Crooms was the coach. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Trevor, what are your what are your thoughts on our four finalists? Uh, well, look there, Nevada. I like because Nevada has always been kind of a fun kind of trend setting. As I mentioned, the pistol was invented there. You, you know, before even Bork Kaplanick, that was the it's the Wolf Pack. It's Nevada. You know, legal gambling and other legal stuff that's pretty cool. You know, so I mean, Nevada obviously has enticing. I'm not big on the Michigans. I, I, I Eastern, I would lean over Western. But I mean, I'm I'm not big on the Michigans myself. Fresno is enticing because Fresno, I mean, he was always kind of that bridesmaid during the 2000s and the Pat Hill era and the in the car days, whether it be you know Derek or or uh, David, you know, there was always kind of that second deer team behind USC, even though they weren't in the same conference. They were always kind of that bridesmaid. Everybody always thinks of them maybe of the Reggie Bush game where he's just throwing them all around and beating them individually on late night. I kind of. For that reason, because they, they always kind of been the, you know, the the the, the bridesmaid, but never the bride. I think I, I would go Fresno State a little bit. I kind of like Fresno State. Hmm, interesting. Is it, do the, the cool old school Bulldog helmets have anything to do with that? Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I, I'm not a big fan of the newer looks because I'm an old, you know, old man to get off my lawn. Like my helmet's somewhat basic, but. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of leaning. I'm torn on the West Coast teams. I, I don't, I'm not feeling the love for the Michigans like you guys are a little bit. Even though Eastern Michigan was well, always a fun team because they were so bad back in the college football video game days, the last of the days, that they were always kind of those fun teams to maybe do and try to build because they were that bad and they've been bad for a long time for the most part. But yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm down to Fresno State, Nevada myself. I'm eliminating the Michigans. That, and that's a shout out for my friends in Ohio. The the thing that I do like, the reason why I like the Michigans is because I like the random action games, maybe more so than I like the after dark games. Oh no, no, you want the after darks are always better. I get I get the love for the Mac, but after dark is always better, man. You've got you got a good a little extra buzz going on. You know, it's 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 kind of you know it's it's a, it's a different world. You know, it's 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 a it's a better it's a better thing. Adam, back me up on that one. The problem with the matching games, Nick, I think you'll agree with this, is sitting down to watch them on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Unless you've got um, some vested interests, it's kind of hard. It can be a hard watch. So hey, the idea the, the, would, speak for yourself. Hard well, watch, it, bad football, the, hard watch. Eh. The idea of this would it would give us uh, some vested interest, non financially, to sit down and watch a game, or maybe double down and do it both. Um, now, 
Now, Nick's he's he hosts a morning show, Trevor. He's not like you. He's not staying up at all hours. Of the well, night. yeah, you're, but not, you're just a different breed, my man. I, I am. Go to bed. I, I but but the, but we're talking about after dark. I mean, these are Saturday night games, right? From those part, I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Most and, of those and a Friday yeah. night sprinkled in. And I don't know, Adam, if you were, if you learned heard this the first hour. Nick's got other stuff to watch on Wednesday nights now. He's a oh, wrestling fan. Yeah, you suck. He's gonna be watching Dynamite, so he doesn't have time for back <laughs> football. He's got he, so he. I I think you're gonna bet to be with me, Nick. I think you're gonna have to go to. You know, come come over to the West Coast. Everybody used to say I, I live on the East Coast on a West Coast clock. The thing about Maction is it's only for one month, though, too. So you that's just true. Four that, weeks that, there in November. That's a that's a really good point, Luckett. So we're gonna have to weigh our options before we make a final decision. Uh, I I want I would like to purchase a ball cap of whatever program we pledge our allegiance to, and I do oh, think that, Yeah, I do think that the. Uh, that Fresno logo really does pop, but I I, I kind of like the the wolf howling at the moon too. So yeah, uh, has got a cool logo as well. Not and Eastern Michigan's trying to remember Western Michigan's, but Eastern Michigan's the eagle like leaning against the big E still, right? I think they just have an E on their helmets now. <laughs> oh, well, it's well, the E I, with I, like it's the E, and it's got like the um, the construction like metal in between in between it. Yeah, yeah, where it looks like the um, almost like carbon well, fiber, but except steel, you know. It's like a steel yeah. E. If it's if it's Eastern Michigan, we're getting the janitor shirts, and we're gonna put Roush and Luckett as our nameplates, and we'll probably eleven per- personnel somewhere on there, and we're gonna walk around with those on. <laughs> what, now, what, Western Michigan—that's where that's where Fleck came from, right? Yeah, that's, that's where he rode the boat. That's okay. right. I, could, I was I was getting the, I couldn't. I saw I was trying to remember the directional Michigan he was from. I always get met. I always get Western and Central mixed up for some reason. Yeah. Why. Central's yeah. where Jim McElwain is right now. Oh, okay. And that's the Chippewas. That's the one that played against uh, Western in the fun shootout game in the bottom. Yeah, they had they had Dan LaFever there for a few years. Yeah, really good, yeah. like in the mid two thousands. And when you say a few years, you mean like seven. He was he was yeah, he, he was, was one of those guys. Time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, that that game you mentioned, the Bahamas too, Trevor. I was watching that final play before church started on Christmas Eve, and. So we thought we thought we were like, oh, you know, they're up by a lot. We're good enough to go to church. And my brother was on the team at the time, and uh, I was like, man, I'm surprised I haven't got a final score update yet. What's the deal? And I checked my phone, and there's you know, ten seconds left. It's like, oh crap, we got to see this final play. And you know, of course, then Central Michigan goes and scores, and I'm just hold on. The bottom line here, you snuck out in the middle of Christmas church to go watch the end of the game, didn't you? It, it hadn't started yet. We we still had like yeah. 10 minutes. They were just singing. Uh, you know, Christmas church, you got to get there early to get your seats. Oh, so you're going to be staying in the back. But bottom line, you left church. No, I, I watched it in church, by God. Oh, you didn't even leave the pew? You didn't even leave the pew. Yeah. Put the earbuds in? No, did, did, no. Did, they were I mean, singing. Just, the choir was going ham. You didn't need it. Yeah, we were fine. When, when, when Western won the game, did you just like uh, to splurge out and go, thank you, God. And everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Um, look at, uh, we, I, I'm glad we got that out there. We've, we've received Trevor's input. We're voting. So you can vote for that over at Adam Luckett KSR on Twitter. Might, might end up making that a post just to fill some time. Cause why not? But, um, I mean, I first of all, to, I, I'm taking a power five, non power five, though. I, I got to, I mean, Western's obviously my team, though. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, well, suck it. Yeah, suck okay. it, Trevor. Uh, I like you don't play many times anymore. 
yeah, well, suck it. Uh, the te- I, 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 we got to wrap up the text line. I quickly wanted to mention some breaking news that the Pac-12, Big Ten, and ACC alliance is going to be announced soon. I have no idea what it means, but it just sounds like a bunch of uh, PR baloney that doesn't really mean anything. So I don't really care <laughs> yeah, about I it think at all. They are they are uh, pretty upset with Sankey. Yeah, so they're just like we have our. We have our own alliance, and you can suck it, SEC. It's like, dude, I no. Think if they, yeah, if they did it right, though, I think it could be good for the sport because it could give us some better matchups um, home and home. But they're not really kind of to. what we're missing. Yeah, I I, I'd be it. interested to see what comes out. But um, the thing with these other conferences right now, all these commissioners are kind of new, and we don't really know who's a good commissioner or not yet in the Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC. Um, where Stanky's been doing this for, you know, 20 years, Nick, even before he became commissioner, he was like second in charge there mm-hmm. in Birmingham for a while. Um, so he's kind of the alpha in the room, I would say right now. And they're, they're all upset with him. So a lot of this, this does smell like a PR move by these other conferences. I, uh, I just it, it is the big PR move. Sankey's just busy dominating him, dunking on them regularly. Uh, kind of like Kentucky's offense has been in practice. I like it. I I wish I could that could have been more of a talking point today because we got some crazy quotes from the defense just about how how difficult preseason practice has been because the offense has thrown so much at them, so much that uh, your question to Brad White, he was even like. You know, I like that these guys are smart and can adjust on the fly, but we're having to adjust on the fly all of the time because this offense is just so much. Yeah, and the real big quote for me, Cedric Dort, just kind of it gave away what we thought. We, t- we talked about condensed formations a lot um, because last year Kentucky dealt with a lot of press coverage and they couldn't get off of it. So now moving a little closer to the line of scrimmage is going to give them more space to operate. And then attacking the middle of the field. Um, big thing with his Levis is this arm strength. Um, and with arm strength, he's going to be able to hit fit the ball in some tight holes in the middle of the field. And I think that's going to be a place Kentucky's going to attack early and often in off season. And really, we, we you've heard about kind of the complexity of the of the of the passing game. And really, that tells me two things, Nick. Um, number one is that like it was like when they hired Liam Cohen, this is kind of what they wanted. This is what what you kind of pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number two, it's it's also kind of a shot at the previous regime. Um, <laughs> that before it was just very probably elementary stuff that was pretty easy to read or stop. Right, right. Um, so good news though coming from Kentucky football practice uh, on the field. On the field. We got to be very clear there. Very good news on the field. Um, we need to get to the text on though. 502 414-1450. Suck it, Rutherford and Kelsey. Um, okay, we got that one. Uh, I called back to Papa John's today. Different person answered. They said I could only get shakaroni through the app. But I can't find a way to combine stuffed crust and shakaroni on the menu. Yeah, it's a, it's a real disappointment, texture. That sounds is like really a pizza. Is that really a thing they're doing at Papa John's? I don't know. It, it's good too. Yeah, what is TJ's it, like a big fan. Is it pepperoni in the stuffed crust? No, it's just it's a big, it's just an extra large pepperoni pizza, essentially. Oh, well, I but get I get I get double pepperoni, double extra cheese yeah. all the time. Well, no, it's like think of like a New York slice, Trevor. It's kind of in that kind of mold. 
where it's just okay. like a huge piece of pizza or a huge pizza that comes in a box and it's good. I mean, it's better than Papa John's normal pizza. I would normal normal pizza. I would say. I might have to give it a shot then. I, I, I'll maybe go on pizza later tonight. You know, dirt, while I watch some wrestling, I think I might go with that. Uh, texture says, uh, "Oh wait, we we that was a repeat too." I wonder if oh, the dingus man. is sleeping with his mattress on the floor in Florida like he does at home. You think he just puts some pillows on the floor from the hotel and just lays on the floor? Yeah, it just it's I, out I, of I, habit. I, I, I picture like Tom Hanks when he gets back from from, from Castaway. He goes to the hotel and he's still laid on the floor on the ground next to the bed, like because he's just been doing it for so long. No, he just can't help himself. It's just routine. Yeah. Adam, uh, did you ever slept on, on the floor? Uh, what was that, Trevor? Have you ever slept up on a mattress on the floor? Yeah, in college. I mean, I had a mattress and box spring in college. Okay, on the floor, though. He at least had the box spring, yes. though. That's classy he, enough. Yeah, box spring at least is. It's at least you're levitated slightly. Wherever I'm dealing with, just I'm just we're just talking mattress only on the floor. Like you're like two steps away from being on welfare. Uh, Texture no, says, <laughs> as a former WKU Delta, the UK Delta were also always a bunch of rich. You know what? Um, what could you used to live by the Delta House? You dealt with them all the time. They were they were our rivals back in the day. Uh, one time yeah, I was right outside. behind right behind them. <laughs> used I'm to sure walk you... through the parking lot on purpose to go to the games. Oh yeah, just really just like strutting your stuff. I bet. Yeah. The uh, the funniest encounter I ever had with them was uh, I was like it was like 1 a.m. on a random Wednesday night, and I was out in the front of my fraternity house smoking a cigarette and an underwear and cowboy boots quite a visual and like some guys tried to like dump a bunch of garbage out on our front lawn and so me and another guy chased him down and ah get the hell out of here you know that's so you so you're running down the street and you're wearing cowboy boots is what you're telling me yep it's fun stuff nick if you would have told me that story i would have just assumed you were at your house or somewhere else in the south end if you didn't tell the location (laughs) because that sounded just like a south end story i would believe cowboy boots smoking a cigarette was this last weekend? Gar- garbage <laughs> being dumped. Ooh. This is on his way to Churchill Downs, Trevor. He was getting ready for the night. <laughs> getting ready for yeah. Louisville Live at Churchill Downs. He was, little, he was getting prepared for that little uh, back, uh, back 12 after dark. That's what it sounds like. Oh, man. Uh, John here on the text line. Good TGF morning to all. No worries, Trevor. The Eagles will try when it matters during the regular season. All the best for your team, my friend. John, come on. My Chiefs play tonight. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, Trevor. Yeah. I know you're not watching WWE that much, but what do you think about the card lineup? Edge versus Rollins, Goldberg versus Lashley, and Cena versus Reigns. Who's winning? Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Uh, Rollins should win. Reigns will win, and Lashley will win. Uh, Edge and Rollins should be a good match. The other two will be very short. Goldberg match will be like two minutes. His entrance will be longer than the match. It won't be very much good. Should I watch SummerSlam, Trevor? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it, it'll probably have some entertaining moments, but it, I'm, yeah, if I'm going to lean somebody towards wrestling, Nick already knows I'm an AEW fanboy, or is what they like to call, we like to be called marks in the industry. Hmm. That's <laughs> good but, enough. But, but by the way, I don't even remember what the final was last night at preseason. I turned it off at 35 nothing. John, they, they can try all they want, unless. 
there's a huge upgrade at the quarterback position. Everybody knows how I feel about what, what I want that quarterback position for the Eagles. This is going to be a three-win season. I haven't had this back-to-back bad seasons for the Eagles in a long time. Long time. It's going to be a rough year. Uh, Texer says, clear case of opposing, opposing fan base setting these kids up. Happens all the time. Who are those Greek organization students? Where are they from? Patino coached in Greece. Connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> get out like that that was a really good text I yeah really when you're gonna grasp at straws at least at least, at least <laughs> that was go good. all out man don't half ass it well your all's text line is just it's a glorified message board so i love the conspiracy <laughs> theories that's what it's all about uh wolville nine wins trevor you want to share your connect with a longtime texter because that must be straight fire you're smoking <laughs> well it, it, it's a little bit inside joke if you didn't uh John Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, Ramsey came on with with Ruffler on the Ruffler show on Tuesday, and his proclamation was that they will win nine games. I thought, man, I can't imagine what he'd think they'd win if they actually had talent on the team going into the season. Who will win nine games? Louisville. Yeah, John Ramsey said that with a straight face. And Over I told the next him two years. I, I told him, <laughs> I, and I said with a straight face, and I don't know if I'm oh really now really against my own Cardinal team, but. If this team wins nine games, I'll go streaky. Well, I mean, could, I I, that could be some – we need to get them on video and have them run through the schedule, and I want to hear – just give me two sentences on why they're going to win every game. Nine games. It's, wow. Yeah, I don't – yeah, it was – So he thinks they're beating be Old Rusted because you can't get there without them beat without them going undefeated in the non-conference, I would think, or they would have to have, I guess, one loss in the non-conference. So you're saying they're either going to go six and two or five and three in the ACC. It was it was really funny too because when Mike asked Ramsey how many wins he said he said, You're feeling good, so how good you feeling? Seven, eight wins? He goes, Oh no, I think nine. <laughs> so, even, even Mike was like, What? Okay. Oh gosh, never stop, Ramsey. You got, Texas, you got a lot of blind optimism sometimes. Texas says if Gatewood goes to UCF, is he just gonna sit the bench for the next two years? I look at I, I I'm Gabriel technically has that eligibility. I mean, he could go pro early, but yeah, it, well, he could be just leaving one backup spot for another. The only thing I would say is Gabriel feel, feels like a very weird fit for Gus Malzahn's offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could see a thing where he plays this year, it doesn't go great, and he transfers um, to wouldn't Gabriel to like a power transfer, five school. Wouldn't Gabriel somewhere before USCF, what I know that name from? Uh, this no, is a very popular UCF. name. He's a true junior, Dylan Gabriel. Oh, is he okay? I don't know Maybe I'm going to beat him with somebody else then, yeah. So, that I could see that happening. And then Gatewood has a wide-open opportunity if that's the case. Um, so, a lot of it's going to play out in, in this year. But, yeah, you're right. Other than that, he would have to stay in college six years to even get a shot to start, you would think, if Gabriel stays these next two years at UCF. Um, so, definitely kind of an odd fit. But Malzahn, I think he just loves that the, the skill set and the – potential Gatewood would kind of have in his offense, but I'll be interested to see how that plays out. But this year he is going to have to, I believe he's going to have to sit out without a, unless he gets a waiver, which I don't believe will happen. And then we'll see what happens after that. Um, a texter says, Abella has been on the front page of pro hub more than LeBron has been on sports center. So, uh, that's where you'll find her Trevor pro hub.com. Uh, texter uh, says, I don't think they dropped the R there from Boston. I think that texter's from Boston. Man, big development for OnlyFans yesterday. I'm sure many shows will be referencing it. We're not going to get into it. We don't have time for it, but uh, probably not a good business decision. 
that website's going to be gone in three weeks. Yeah. I they're mean, like, we need to get investors. Fun. So let's take away our only source of income. Like what? Yeah. Okay, makes sense. I won't be throwing any hands, but podcast textures are like mild salsa from Salsaritas. Oh my Ooh. goodness. Wow. That is just a low blow, an absolute low blow. And frankly, it was uncalled for. Wow. I've never seen mild sauce be that hot. Before we get out of here, is uh, PT's picks of the week still a thing? Uh, I, it's got to be, but I think TJ just quit last year because he knew he was going to lose like it. So well, um, I'm two-time defending champ. Either I need to get my belt or we're going to have to come back for the whole enchilada this year. Uh, man, do they have it? I don't think they have enchiladas at Salsaritas, though. Uh, nevertheless. <laughs> Oh, don't don't do i know what you're thinking trevor don't say it don't even say it don't even say it um what we got to wrap up this text i think pt's picks of the week it should be back terry's going to make some unannounced wrinkles to it and it's just to make it go in his favor so expect him to add some new rules i just i fully anticipate that happening um Another texture says, I love Stoops and crew became a season ticket holder because of what he's done, but they have got to do something about the culture that seems to be developing too many arrests for our standard at UK. Yeah, it's just, this is one too many, one too many. Got to get it cleaned up. Texture says, need to correct TJ. My text, a podcast hater to me outside gate three is not from podcast. Josh, I am podcast Tyler. Okay. I that That's, that's <laughs> enough. I, I, we get it uh thoughts and prayers to your boy i'm coaching my first high school football game tonight thankfully if we lose it's a preseason game so it won't affect my record wow best of luck i know a lot of places are starting the real games what it is is are the tigers going to be the real deal are they going to take down gavin Wimsett and the red devils tonight i do i think so i think uh the red devils are going down down there in owensboro wow luck it talking a big game and tigers they are the, can they back it up? We'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Who's the wow. out tonight, Nick? Uh, Central Harden. So, uh, interim coach, uh, but you know, Wes Rogers, he coached uh, TJ and I at St. Raphael. He's stepping in as the interim, been there for a while. So, I think they'll be in good hands this year. The numbers aren't great. You know, a lot of guys, uh, two years ago, they lost to Belfry on a two point conversion. Like they had to get a stop and do dove in the end zone. It was, it, he was obviously in, but it kind of was a Michael Pennock situation where it was right there. And if DeSales gets that stop, they win the state championship. I think Belfry won by four touchdowns in the final. Like it wasn't even close. So, uh, man, that, that one was a real, a real bummer. Um, and they lost quite a bit of talent. So, um, Hey, we're, we're on our way back. Uh, we'll rebuilding year, but they'll be back before you know it. Um, this texture, man, great Trevorism. And see, here's the thing we were t- discussing, Trevor. Mike hasn't caught what you've said. Like he's still letting it go in one ear and out the other. He's but... being too nice. He, he doesn't know. I, I don't know. I guess because we just met officially that he's he's being nice, but he doesn't have to be mm-hmm. nice with me. Yeah. Well, this texture n- caught you. He said, "Wow, did Trevor just say that Jungle Boy w- looks dead like his dad?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of Trevor. all, <laughs> I, I use that phrase when I'm when I'm uh, a lot. Probably in hindsight, not the best for this scenario. <laughs> Trevor essentially just says, "I don't want my coworkers to be nice to me." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I I guess I don't know. I grew up in that the 
if you're nice to me, I feel like there's you just don't like me attitude. Like, if you're going to be mean to me, I feel like you're honest and you like me more. Yeah, it's, it's you know, if you can bust chops, then you know you're real friends. Which, by the way, no, treat me with no respect to show me you respect me. Yeah, which, by the way, sums up my entire romantic life, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Another texture says, uh, KRC, looking at the list of players that are in trouble. Don't see anyone that was on the two deep, or am I wrong about that, Nick? Yeah, uh, definitely three, half of them. Uh, Drew Phillips. Tom McClain, Vito Tisdale. Um, yeah, and I would say, Nick, I think all those players, they were all in that class of 20 when you would classify as a high three-star or above. And all those guys, I could potentially project to be a starter or a quality yeah. contributor for Kentucky down the road. Yeah. Ernest Sanders, I like a lot coming out of high school. R.J. Adams um, was a pretty talented offensive guard. lineman out of the DMV. Yeah. And then everybody, you know, Joe Williams, Vito Tisdale, are, I think have NFL potential. And then McClain has got going reviews. Um, too. So those are all like I think all those guys could be legitimately good players either right now or down the road. Well, not that that matters, but they'll, they'll, all those guys are qual- kind of quality players. Right, right. Um, one texture says, "Which team has the best home field apparel?" Um, man, I don't, I don't know, but I do. I did like some of the Georgia stuff they put out there. Um, you know, I think just, he was referring to your Power Five as part of your decision. I'm Texas sure. had a cool looking Bevo shirt. Oh, they had so, some stuff. I, I, he's right. We he thinks we need to pick our our. We need to consider the home field apparel of our G five teams when making a decision. So that's a very. Yeah, I don't good think they. I don't think they've done any G five teams, have they? Oh yeah, they've done a lot of random teams. Like they have like banana slug, Santa Barbara stuff. So we'll we'll check it out. We'll we'll see. Those were all previous releases though. But uh, let's wrap up this text line. We got two more. Boy, he got as far away from those sharks as he could, didn't he? Okay, I'm not, I'm, 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 I missed the reference. I don't get it. Sharks yeah. and jets. I don't know. Right, Maybe yeah. 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 TC from Lexington here. Nick saying he was watching the game actually in church by God is quite literal. Heard God brought the nachos. <laughs> uh, table nacho tailgate. Uh, table nacho tailgate coming this fall from a salseritas near you. Uh, that's going to do it for this week of the show. Uh, I think we're finally getting back to normal next week. Finally getting back in person. Uh, and lucky it, it, it was good to have you on to join us to talk a little ball this morning. It's been a crazy 24 hours, and we're hey, we're, we're only two more weekends without. I, no, this is the last weekend without college football. Yeah, week zero we've almost made week. it. Week zero next weekend, get Bielema versus Frost. Uh, your guys already getting an NCAA trouble over there. Oh, Nebraska. god, man, they it's might be pulling the old Tennessee. The old Tennessee, uh, let's find an NCA infraction so we can fire them. As we've got, like, everything's going well in Lincoln. So, uh, yeah, we get we get it all started next weekend. Can't wait. As we've got two minutes left, I, I, let's let's make Nick mad at him. How do you feel about the Bengals' first preseason game, buddy? Tell me about it. <laughs> well, I, to make him mad, I do kind of like Oregon State plus seven week one. Their cover at Purdue. So just keep that in mind. Oh, no. Uh-oh. God, give, me a, give me a day. <laughs> Suck it. You Beavers are a live dog. Live dog. Man, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy it thoroughly. Your last weekend without college football. Thank you so much for listening to Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be back Monday with many, many more hot takes. Great stories from TJ's weekend getaway. You can hear Trevor on the Mike Rutherford Show this afternoon. You can hear Luckett on 11 Personnel podcast and you can hear more of us this monday thanks for listening to kentucky roll call on big x sports radio